Hey, this is Ken Fennin from Capital Advantage Tutoring. It's my job to get you through all these exams, the SIE exam and all that stuff. But a lot of people struggle with what is the SIE exam and should I do I should I take it? So here's a, here's a quick and dirty on what the SIE exam is. It's a basic skills exam, okay? You can take this, once you turn 18, you can take this without being sponsored by a firm. Unlike the top-off exams, you can take this on your own. It's looking for the, making sure you understand the basic fundamentals of the securities industry. As opposed to prior to 2018, October 1st was the day they did it, um, you had to take the full-on Series 7, you had to be sponsored, and there was, only, there was no way to really prove that you knew your shit. But that's where the SAE comes in. So they took the, the entire 250 question uh, series seven exam and cut it. They took out they took out the basic skills stuff like investment risks, um, just basics on the on the different securities, some regulations, some economic stuff, basic skill stuff, not easy but basic like lower level stuff, and put it in one exam, which is 75 questions. And you only need a score to score a 70 on it. So and that's great. And what they also did, but to make it easy, they also created a mock exam on the FINRA website. I'll put a link for that, plus my video where I take it. This exam is a one-time thing. You can take it as many times as you want, but it's the same exam over and over again. So you should probably wait until you're almost ready to take the exam to see if you're ready. Don't do it as a testing tool. Don't take it a bunch of times and go, oh, I got 90s on it. I'm doing, You're not ready. Memorizing answers is not the way. It's really to get you used to the wording because it's your first foray into this, the, the shitstorm of exams, okay? So you have to take the SIE, and then you either take the six top off, the seven top off, the 79 top off, or the 57, or even a combination of them. But remember, if you take the seven, you don't have to take the six. It covers it. You also can take the 82. But again, the Series 7 prior to this was 250 questions. They cut out the easy stuff, the, the basic stuff, and put it on the SIE. And then they made the more experiential or more suitability-based stuff, deeper, deeper on options, stuff like that for the series seven. And the series seven is 135 questions deeper and that you need a 72 on, not a 70. So the SIE has a lower score threshold, the score of 70 is all you need. And for the seven top off, you need a 72. Now back to the SIE, you need a 70. It's basic skills. You have an hour and 45 minutes to take it, which means you get about a minute 30 per question, which is not bad. And again, there's a lot of prep friends. I have a whole video on, I'll put it here, wherever it goes a whole video on what are the best vendors to use. Like, I, I'm not even into it. Watch the video. It's why waste your time on that. Now, should you take it before you start working? Yes. I have a lot of students who they take the SIE and either the 6366 before they start because you don't need to be sponsored for them. That takes the pressure off. Then you're down to just taking one exam, whether it's a six or the seven. And again, here's the other part. You can take it while you're in college. You can try it. You can try it as a freshman or a sophomore. And if you fail, take it again. And once you pass, no one knows that you failed. So it's, it's kind of a good thing, right? That's a good thing to take. So you can try it out, see what it's like. And also you can slap it on your resume. So when you're applying for internships and stuff in college, you can actually just throw, hey, I got an SIE. I got the 66 or 63. I'm interested. I'm aggressive. I want this job. That can help with anything you can do to put yourself above everyone else is the goal. Also, a lot of the big firms are requiring that their new candidates or new hires get the SIE before they start, not before the internship, but before they get their, as part of their job offer, they, it says you must complete the SIE. And within a couple of years, it's gonna be pretty much everyone's gonna do that. Because why would they wanna pay you for that? That's a thing you can do on your own and it shows that you know your stuff. So let's say you wanna take it, you don't need 
you have a firm to help you do it. So what are you going to do? You're going to go to FinPro and open an account there if you want to do it yourself. FinPro, you go to, I'll try to set you a, um, a link here somewhere. You go to FinPro. I said it three times. I can't believe I'm saying it. And then you create an account. You're going to check your identity, all that stuff. You go through the process. I actually have a video where I show people how to sign up for FinPro to get their uh, continuing education. Literally, the beginning is the same. And then after that, you just pick, oh, I want to take the SAE. You do it. You pay. I think it's like it's $80. Okay, not that bad. It's 80 bucks to buy to get into it. And remember, so you, you, when you open up your window, you can open up a four-month window. So when you pay for it, it opens up a window. And we'll get into that. It's open for four months. You can take the exam one time during that. So if you fail or don't take it, you have to open up a new window. So if you fail the exam and then you have a, um, <clears throat> and then you have to open up a new window, a new four-month window. Now, during the window, you can't extend it. So if you open up the window and you don't take it, you have to wait till the window expires to open up a new one. Here's the downfall. If you take the exam and you fail, you have to wait 30 days before you can take it again. You can open the window again and book it, but it can't be shorter than 30 days from when you fail, okay? If you fail it three times, you have to wait six months and you will have to wait six months after every attempt unless you go two years without taking it. Okay, so if you go two years without taking the SAE, it restarts and you're back to the 30 day waits. But again, if you fail, you have to wait 30 days. And after the third attempt, not after the second, after the third attempt, you have to wait six months between attacks. Okay, if you fail once or twice and then you pass it the third time, the only thing that shows up on your account is that you passed. They don't care that you failed. But if you don't have, you haven't passed it and you apply, if they look at your account, they can see that you attempted and missed. That works with any exam. They used to give scores and everything. Now they don't. They just say you pass. If you fail, you get a score and what you're weak on. If you pass, it just says pass, and then you move on. What can I do with the SIE? Absolutely nothing. It doesn't do anything for you. You can't make calls. It. You are not any stronger as a registered rep when before after you pass the exam versus before. All that it means is that it's a co-requisite with the seven. You still need a top-off exam to do something, Okay. You can't do anything with the SAE other than say, I have it. And it just takes off one of the tests you have. And again, same thing on the seven top off. If you just pass the seven top off and not the SAE, doesn't matter. You can't. Now, once, you're take, once you've opened the window and you want to take it, what you're going to do is you have a choice. You can either take it online through the Prometric site. Prometric is the vendor that ad administers the test. FINRA runs it, but Prometric um, administers it. So you either can go to a testing center, which I, I recommend, where they give you scratch paper and a calculator and you take it on the center. You have to make sure you have valid ID, all that stuff. Same thing with online, but if you do it online, which you can do, which means you can, you can, it's easier to find a date. They started this right around the pandemic. Um, you can take this online, but the problem is no scratch paper and no calculator. It's going to be on the screen. The calculator is on the screen and your notepad. It's basically practice on Microsoft notepad or something like that. And that's going to be the equivalent, no drawing or anything. The good thing is, that there's not a lot of math on this test. So if you're going to take a test online, this is the one that I'm okay with you doing, okay? If you're going to take a test online, this is the one that I'm like, okay, if you take it online, we can do this. Not a lot of exam uh, math, not a lot of math. It's mostly like maybe a stock split here or current yield, which you'll learn by going using vendors. Now, do not just take a lot of questions, okay? I would say get a vendor and I have the video and I'll show you, those are all the vendors you can use. Some colleges offer classes, maybe take the class. What, if the college is offering it and it's part of the curriculum or at, at nighttime stuff, do it. It's what I, I teach at one of these, okay? So that's where that's the SAE exam. Again, it's 75 questions. 
You need a 70% on it. It does nothing for you except for your co-requisite for the seven top off and the six top off and the 79 and the 82, depending on what career path we're going. But if you're saying, should I take it? Take it. Wait, there's more. So remember one thing, after you pass the exam, if you take it and you don't have a job and you don't, and you're not like looking at prospects or anything, and you don't see anybody interviewing you again, Fidelity Vanguard, they're always freaking hiring. Okay. Um, if you don't see a job in your future, they have a system called FIND, F-I-N-D. F is in Frank, I is in Indian, N is in Nancy, D is in dog. FIND system, okay? That, I think if you're not registered with a firm when you take the SAE, they automatically put your name in there. And if not, you can, re you can opt in. And that's where firms – now, you can't access the list unless you're a firm looking for people, and people can't access to see what firms are looking but what they'll do is your name's on a database and firms can actually reach out to you. You put all your information and they reach out to you if, it, if it's a fit. And a lot of firms do it. I mean, there's not like every firm in the world on there, but there's enough that are hiring. And hope that helps a little bit with what the SIE exam is. And again, um, we ha I have a ton of videos on that. I have a whole playlist covering it. But really, this is videos much more about what is it and should I take it?